If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You're listening to the Player Issue Podcast. Here's your host, Aaron Warwick. G'day, folks, and welcome to Episode 5 of the Player Issue Podcast. We've got Emma in the studio with me just briefly while we do this opening. Emma, how are you going? Hello. Lovely. She's <laughs> currently got her feet up on my my chair right now in her Dockers dressing gown, polka dot pants, um, pajama pants. She's got a pink turban on her head and she has a face mask on, so she looks about 85 years old with all the wrinkles. <laughs> I've literally just come in here for you to pick on me, haven't I? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> See how it is. She's going to sit with me just while we do this real brief opening. I'm just going to go through some things that some comments would put up on the page, and then we'll jump straight into this week's interview. We had the MFC Jumper Collection, which I believe is Dave, if I'm not mistaken. He has put up the Max Gore name jumper that I dropped in the last episode when I mentioned that that was probably my favorite Melbourne jumper that I have owned. And I also owned a 2000 grand final jumper as well but that max corn name round jumper is awesome actually came from max corn's brother which is super cool and now he mfc jumper collection now owns that so thank you very much for putting up a picture of that so everyone can see it if you haven't seen it go to the link of the last episode and he's chucked it up in the comments so definitely have a look he's also let us know that the 2000 grand final jumpers from melbourne were all sublimated so the sponsor logos, the name, the numbers, and the AFL Grand Final logo were all sublimated. And then from 2005, they went full sublimation to the whole jumper. And they introduced GPS pouches for Melbourne in 2011. So thank you for that, Dave. Nice bit of uh, information for all of us out there. Another reason we have Emma on with me for the opening is because Paul believes that I was upstaged by Emma last week. Thank you, Emma. No worries. <laughs> what can I say? She's very talkative. Also, he's let us know that the pies didn't have GPS pouches until 2009. So thank you for that, Paul. We also found out that Andy Munro is actually a Crow supporter, which I think we got right. Yes, we did. I had a bit of a guess there, but thankfully I was correct. And he's a big supporter of the show, so I'm glad I got that one right. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Emma, for finding that. Also, Dave Beanie was uh, letting us know that he enjoyed the show. Thank you, Dave. We really appreciate your feedback. And he also agrees with us 100% on our Anzac Day Guernsey as far as we wanting to put at least the logo on the breast or, or a jumper design preferably for each team, but at least the Anzac logo on the breast would be great. He also let us know that the 99-2000 Nike jumpers for Port Adelaide were actually the best quality Port Adelaide jumpers that they've had, according to Dave and probably many others. So, And they're also extremely sought after by Port Collectors. So that's really good to know. And they unfortunately did have to move away from Nike because they had a similar problem as far as what Carlton does at the moment where Nike just have given up really and not given a crap about their, their club. So unfortunate, they did have to move to Reebok. Yes, thank you, Dave. Very appreciative of that one. And Lynchy has told us 
many times now, so I better let you know on here that Port Adelaide started using GPS pockets from 2006, and the GPS pouches are actually rather large on the back. If you've actually seen them, they were huge. And so they're much more subtle now. So thank you for that one, Lynchy. Glad you finally got your point across. <laughs> now that one was for you, Justin Lucky, as he's tagged you in that one multiple times. And just a shout out to Hayden Lepp, who is very excited for today's episode. When I chucked up that we have recorded and currently editing the show, and that it was hopefully going to be up today. And we got a big hell yes from Hayden. Thank you, Hayden. So that's all we got for you. We're not going to muck around too much. We're going to get straight into today's interview. And it's from a rather small club. So it's going to be good to hear from somebody who's from a club that's fairly new and what sort of collection you can get out of a fairly new and small club. So without further ado, here is our interview this week with Clint Johnson. Clint, how are we, mate? I'm well, buddy. How are you? I'm fantastic. We're uh, back in the winners' column, so yeah, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a few weeks. Very dry for us, unfortunately. Yeah. Same with you guys, though. Eh? Yeah, yeah. No, we disappeared into the wilderness <laughs> for a little bit there. <laughs> That's all right. We're back in the winners' list, so well, we're not going to jump in it too quickly because we haven't told anyone who you support yet. So, first of all, who do you support? I go for the Greater Western Sydney Giants. GWS. Mm. Okay. You're not nine years old like I was when I switched from West Coast to Frio. No, I'm not. So <laughs> explain to us how you come about that. There was a few factors that kicked it all together. The first one was in 2011, my son was born. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be cool to have a foundation membership of a footy club with my son. That's where it kind of started. Yeah, okay. Still wasn't really a, oh, I'm a Giants fan now. It was just <laughs> kind of this, I thought it would be cool. Yeah. It all kind of escalated from then. I started watching games and it was kind of like... This whole watching kids grow up and, you know, you're feeling like you're part of it and then kind of took over and from there where, so walked away from uh, the previous football club I was supporting and that was kind of like a divorce. So you hope, <laughs> hope they did well, but you just want to do that a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was that. So yeah, since then we've been mad passionate Giants family. Yeah, nice. Mm. So the whole family is Giants now? Yeah, yeah, well, most of them. Wife's not the biggest of football fans, but um, I don't blame her. So, yeah, we we uh, we, we rock the orange in uh, in our place. That's awesome. Mm. So, obviously, even from the first game, you went mad passionate. No, no, nah, nah. so it was, it was kind of that interim of, of, you know, I'm keen to see what happens here. So, yeah, that 2012 season, it was hard to watch, let's be honest, uh, but it was... You know, you, you you tune in every week and just just see what's going on. Yeah. And you you know you start to develop a, a like for the players, and then before you know it, I think about round three or round four, I'm like, gee, I'm, I'm really enjoying you know watching the progression and the growth in these guys. Hmm. And so from that, it just kind of took off, and it was you know it, it become just just grew on me. They the, what do they say? You don't pick your footy club, your footy club picks you, and. I feel like mine took about 30 years to <laughs> say, this is the club for you. Yeah. So, yeah, from that, we uh, we became giants. Makes perfect sense, yeah. Mm. Who did you support previously? I was a sure Shockers fan. That. <laughs> and you know that. <laughs> yeah, okay, that, that, that's painful, but... So, you can blame your coach a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm starting to feel that way too, actually. But Okay, so what, what led you to, to GWS from Fremantle? Uh, again, it was it was... It was a bit, uh, we had that, oh, it was a bit spiteful in a way. It was the, after they'd just dumped 
Mark Harvey, and mm-hmm. I was a massive Mark Harvey fan. Yeah, and I thought he'd done no wrong. I thought he mm-hmm. was actually really, really good for the players, and to dump him for a bloke that I really didn't like at all. I was like, <laughs> nah, that's it. I don't care about the fans. <laughs> I don't be a member of different clubs out of spite. And yeah, so from that, it just yeah, as I say, it was kind of like I've done this now, and so still, I've still got a Dockers membership. I still go to Dockers games. Yeah, I, I enjoy going to the footy. So you know when you live in WA, you, you need mm. to still go to the footy. You can't just Unless disappear. It's not blue or yellow. <laughs> no, it's, it's never going to be blue or yellow. Although I was a, I, well, I did have an Eagles membership when I was a young kid. Mm-hmm. That was it was all the rage back then. Yeah, um, not, didn't yeah. go for him, but was yeah. a member. Okay, I think just used to go with a mate. He was a St Kilda fan. And those younger days, I actually went for Carlton when I was a kid before the Dockers come on board. Jeez, all right. Yeah, so I've gone through a few clubs. <laughs> no, when I was a, when I was a young tacker, I was a bit of a Blues fan. Craig Bradley was my favourite player. Grew up supporting them, and Granddad was coaching at the Dockers, so he persuaded us to become Dockers supporters. So, yeah, from that we we became a bit of a Dockers family. But I just felt I never really felt comfortable being a Dockers fan. It was kind of like it was. It was forced upon me a bit yeah, okay. and, and persuaded. But, yeah, yeah again, it, you know, I, I just enjoyed footy. So I liked going to footy with my mates and my mates are Dockers fans. So we'd go along together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed to be this this team come around at the right time and was the right fit and the right excuses to get away. <laughs> and, yeah, as I say, it's like a divorce. So, mm, okay. yeah, it was done and, and I've, I've stood by it and I'm... You cop a lot of shit. I'll give you the tip. Yeah. Your friends know you on a regular basis. It's what well, I think I've been told. I've only got about six years left before I find another team. But yeah, got another mate that asks me every season, who are you going for now? <laughs> yeah, we, we've gone through you know a few things in life. But yeah, this mm. is just, as I say. And then the way that the club involved me over here, because I run the supporters group now over here. And, you know, I do trips a lot. I've made friends over east through the footy club, it really does feel like a right fit. So, yeah. no, probably a really good decision on my behalf to, mm-hmm. to make the jump. Yeah. Yeah, it's as I say, I really feel a part of what this club's done and what they're, what they're going to do and and the growth that we've done together. So, it and the fans, they've got some really, really good fans. They only have seven. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, all seven of us get on really well. So, <laughs> it, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, awesome. No, that's really cool. Obviously, being a inaugural Freo supporter myself, it was a bit. I was a bit young, so I didn't really get to feel that, you know, an accomplishment of a new team, I guess, and the yeah. feeling you got coming into a new team. But I mean, even WA, the team was was quite large from straight from the beginning. Obviously, we only had you know fifteen, twenty thousand supporters rock up at best uh, at times. But coming in with a brand new squad, but the squad that they put together, GWS, I'm talking about now. Mm-hmm. You always knew that from the beginning there were going to be something special. Oh, you, you, you could feel they were building towards something. It's it, it makes you cry every year when you, you see the <laughs> depletions and 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 the the ones that just you know naturally have to leave. You know you can't you can't keep them all, especially when the the names that that have left are such great names, Dude, except for yeah. the ones that went to Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it, it is always hard, but they seem to manage it really really well. Yeah, so definitely. You know, yes, it was a bit of a handout, if you will, but what else do you do with a That's club right. in the back end of Sydney that with a whole heap of fans that have never actually watched an AFL game before? Yeah. It's going to be hard, and it, it continues to be hard, but you can see the hard work the club's done, mm-hmm. especially with the grassroots. You know, I've, I've been over to 
to go to junior footy games over there just to see, you know, what's what's happened and the amount of kids running around in Giants jumpers playing junior footy there is amazing. Yeah, okay. But you just don't see them at the games because their parents are rugby league fans, mm. so they just don't take them. Uh, and market, it's, yeah. It is, and, and but these kids will come through. Mm-hmm. So, you know, down the track when, you know, 10, 15 years' time, when these kids are 19, 20 to 25, you, you start to see the growth in, in that generation of fans coming through. But it's just going to take time, and it's hard, and it's frustrating especially when you, you're on the, the there, there's Giants fans in the world. <laughs> so, yeah, but it, it, those guys will come through. It just takes time. You just need that generation to kick in. And, it's just, and it happened the same with the Dockers. I mean, we're a footballing state over here. And mm. as you said, you know, back in the day, they'd only get fifteen to 20,000, but you needed to wait that generation mm-hmm. for those fans, you know, the young Aaron Warwick's of the world that <laughs> were, were too young to get memberships mm. and would only get to one or two games a year. They've come around now, and, and they're old enough to buy a membership, and, he's, and you go to every game. So mm. you got to wait for that to happen before before you can really say this club's established. Yeah, you're right. I think a lot of it came from being, you know, the family members were Eagle supporters, and it was the whole yeah. I want to break away from that and support somebody else for a change, or or it was there was fifty thousand people waiting in the in the wings in the membership, so it was oh, I'll support Freo instead because I can actually get to a game, but. Yeah, whatever it was, it doesn't matter. No, you know, fans come from everywhere, but it builds eventually. Maybe not for Gold Coast, but we'll mm, see about that. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, as I say, you've got. I mean, I've got friends that have made through the club, and the reason they are Giants fans is their kids mm-hmm. wanted to support AFL, and they convince the parents to to you know stop watching rugby league and start watching AFL. So you know the background stories that you get, it's just amazing. And you know, people from Sydney aren't used to going to games; they just mm. It's not what they do. They they watch NRL on TV or yeah. a pub or whatever. <laughs> they're just not they're not adapted to that sort of a culture or a lifestyle where we're so used to it in in Perth, where oh, the footy's like, oh, I'm going to go to the footy. Yeah, uh, so it's it's completely different. You don't get that sort of a a feel or a vibe when you're over in Sydney. The fans that go are, are passionate fans, but it's just as you, as we all know, they're just few and far between. It, but it's building that generation and that. That yet those young kids coming through mm. that that'll make the difference. I think the best thing that they do, from what I've seen anyway, is they a lot of the times they do kids for free. Yeah, so I think that's brilliant. They do idea. a lot of clinics. Yeah, they do a lot of clinics. It's, you know, they'll they'll go to junior footy clubs and the giveaways they do and the and the things that they do for the kids in the community is amazing. Yeah. But, you know, and I know the Dockers and the Eagles over here do do a lot, but you know they're probably sending three guys out that you know you've probably never heard of yeah whereas over there the whole squad gets kind of split up every couple of weeks and yeah. and sent left right and center around the state to mm. to get kids involved in footy so you you've got your jeremy camerons and and your stephen kinelios and all that actually out in the junior footy clubs doing mm. time with these kids and it's amazing yeah no it's awesome i like the clubs are built up from the beginning is, is tremendous, and I've seen Brisbane doing it during the week as well. Yeah. Where they've made every single player in the club have to uh, umpire a game of junior footy. That's it's, cool. It's cool as hell. Yeah, and, that's yeah, cool. Same thing. You're building your club straight from the beginning. The clubs are, sorry, the kids are going to go to these games and they're going to be umpired by an AFL player and they're going to want to support that team. So, yeah, especially in those NRL states, it's you know they're they're not big names. There might be big names in in footy states, but in those in those rugby league states, nobody really knows who they are. So, mm. 
you know, if they're not out there advertising on a regular basis as to what they do and, and what they're about, then no one's really going to know and the, the papers don't write about them. They're not on TV. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, it's a hard market. It really is a hard market, but it's, it's, you can see it's going to work. It's just going to take a lot of time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, taking a long time, but, you know, in ten, it's time when these kids are 10, 15 years old that you've already got that base yeah, that's through. right. So, just hang in there, and it's going to be it's going to be booming. So, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for that, shall we? We shall <laughs> we wait. Should hopefully, have a few premierships before then. Though. Oh, let's not count our chickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, enough about footy. We're here to talk about jumpers. Mm-hmm. This is what our topic is. Yep. What was the very first jumper you ever got? The first jumper very I ever first. got, <laughs> in terms of sporting memorabilia, mm-hmm. uh, was one that I acquired from a venue wall in Fremantle. Oh, probably back in the early 2000s, yep. which has a lovely story behind it where I was uh, under the influence of amber-flavored, amber-colored beverage. <laughs> I rang my younger brother and said, can you park down the end of a street that shall remain nameless, <laughs> just in case this people get wind of this venue? And my mate dared me to grab this jumper off the wall and take it home with me. So I uh, looked at it and thought, how am I going to get out of here? We're at a, at a party and, this, and the bouncers come in and said, look, you guys need to clear out. And I said, oh, no worries, guys, I've got this. Come on, guys, time to pack up and, and get out the door. And, oh, thanks, mate, you're a trooper. Yeah, no worries. So as soon as, uh, as, soon as they turned their backs, the mate opened the door for me and yoinked a, uh, a framed signed jumper off the wall and legged it down the street, threw it in my brother's car and said, I'll, I'll see you in the morning. Got home in the morning to discover this jumper was signed by none other than the great Tony Godden. Oh, Tony Godden. <laughs> what a player. <laughs> also still works at the club. It does, <laughs> does. Yeah, so I still have it. It's still in uh, in my little shed. It's still... <laughs> Still, failure. I refuse to ever get rid of it because the store is priceless. So yeah, it's still sitting there. Might actually be able to get Tony to listen to this. So that'd be interesting. <laughs> I think I've told him once that I actually have a signed jumper that I acquired from a venue. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over forty, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Nice. Oh, that's a that's a fantastic story to mm. get us kicked off. How many jumpers would you say you have in your collection at the moment? At the moment, I think I got fifty two. Nice. Yeah. Good number. Yeah. And then they're all GWS. They are all GWS. No, I didn't count the the Dockers one. Nice. One of them. So yeah, yep. these are all GWS. So fifty two. That's a good collection for a club that's been around for. Yeah, I didn't realize I had that many. <laughs> Fair enough. I did a quick count before uh, before we headed over. So yeah, fifty two. <laughs> I wrote them down. I, I saw every jumper I've got, and I'm nice. like, wow, very cool. That's uh, that's more than I thought I had. <laughs> do you catalog them, like photo wise or anything like that? Uh, I do. I have on my page, Chops the Shed. I do have them all up on there. It's a Facebook page. It is a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Mm, so they're all up there. I put one on Instagram on the weekend because I picked up Jai Caldwell's from the indigenous round mm-hmm. and had a go at him that his signature was horrible. <laughs> I mean, response, his response to me was he'll work on it going forward. <laughs> the fact you got a response is awesome. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I was like, I posted it, I said, oh, I, can't. I said, it's nice to have your jumper in my collection, mate, but your signature is absolutely horrible. You need to work on this going forward. And his response, yeah, no worries, big fella, I got this for you. <laughs> so, thanks, Jot. Well, um, not that you'll probably listen to the podcast, but... I'll send it your way anyway. Award-winning podcast, yeah. Here. Don't worry about that. Uh, the the worst part was is, is when he signed the front of it, he he went over the signature again because he'd obviously no. never signed a jumper before <laughs> and he missed half of it. So it's got like this giant squiggly line down the bottom, and his signature's average enough as it is. So <laughs> with, um, I was like, ah, you better be a good player after all this. <laughs> Actually, that brings up a question. That one was signed. Yep. Do you prefer them signed or unsigned? I'm not fussed either way. It's mm-hmm. I like the ones when you get the match warns from the club that they come signed. I like that. Yep. Yeah. I, if I was buying one off eBay or Gumtree or whatever, I'd probably prefer an unsigned. Mm-hmm. That way, I can go get it done and I know it's signed properly. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than having, is that a real signature yeah. crossing through your mind? Mm-hmm. So yeah, me personally probably would rather through street trade a bit of a um, an unsigned jumper. Mm-hmm. You know whether it's PI or, or M Dubs, it doesn't bother me either way. Yeah, you know I'm happy most of the time to to get what I get. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, yeah. it would be hard for being in WA and your team's nightmare. over in Sydney. So <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, I um, love going to trainings and stuff and getting players to sign it, but it's not that easy. For yeah, well, but... I get to listen to the stories of the two other guys you've interviewed so far and and you know they get to go to the club and, and mm. see what's floating around whereas yeah. uh, I don't get that option it's uh <laughs> it's really depressing I I do email and, and message the club quite just in case there's something floating around yeah but yeah it's, it's a few and far between response on the jumper front <laughs> uh, Ryan Miller who uh, works at the club is constantly harassed by me for footy <laughs> jumpers so he sometimes hates seeing my messages come through <laughs> I'm sure my name is 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 cringed upon at that football club sometimes. I mean, I, I feel that totally. I yeah. do it to every club. So yeah, no, you got to do it. If oh, well, I do it do it with the footy jumpers and I do it for the supporters group. So it's hard. It's like oh, it's the guy from the Perth supporters group again. 
I'll go and do it as well. Otherwise, you, you're going to miss out. On something. Yeah, if you, uh, it's the old squeaky wheel. It's uh, you know that they, they, they cringe talking to you, but sometimes <laughs> you just got to keep doing it until they they get it through. Um, Ryan did a really good article on me a few years ago, which kind of he's probably regretting now because we've got that connection. <laughs> I'm like, Ryan, I need jumpers. <laughs> Ryan, I need this one. I need this one, Ryan. Was that about your chop shed? Yes, that's yeah, right. So the article they wrote on, on, on my shed. So that was a few years back. So yeah, yeah. Ryan's probably regretted that ever since. And him being a good West Australian boy as well, it's been it's been good to have that contact with him. Yeah, get on there and check out the page Chop Shed on Facebook and have that uh, give a, the article a bit of a read. It's a good, entertaining read. So there's a lot of good photos on that page. I was reading through it all this afternoon. So very enjoyable to just look at some of the jumpers and just the pictures of the actual place. You need to put up some more pictures of your actual shed, though, I reckon, because there's not much I've of the been shed there and it's pretty left. cool. So. <laughs> it's, a, it's all it's all framed jumpers on the wall. So <laughs> yeah, no, there is a lot of jumpers in there. Which uh, it's just you walk into it and it's just an instant shrine, I guess. So. Mm. But I love it. I, I mean, I've only got a little tiny three by one house, so it's not easy for me. But yeah, my house isn't big, hence why I had to build the shed. Yeah, so. I'm working on it. <laughs> I've got a lot of room out there, but the so. missus loves her grass. No, um, I used to love my grass as well. <laughs> I don't have any left anymore. It's gone. Actually, we, we mentioned before about, uh, it was Ryan, I actually remembered the first COA that I ever got from a GWS jumper. Mm-hmm. And it came from Simon Cadditch. Yes, and I ended people. up with that. You did. <laughs> you did it. end up with that. I actually forgot about it. You lost it. I've lost oh, it. no. I've lost the COA. I have no idea where that piece of paper has gone. I thought the jumper was cool as hell to begin with. It was a silly jumper. 15 Dylan Shield fully signed. Yeah. 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 But the COA, I couldn't believe when I was reading that. I was like, man, this is worth more than what I paid for the jumper. Yeah, I have no idea where that's gone. <laughs> but I'm normally good with them as well. I keep them all in a box, and I have no idea where I did what I did with this one. It's, it's gone. Yeah, I was unaware that Simon Cadditch was even at the club. So. Yeah, yeah, back in the early days, he was yeah. um, one of the one of the coaches or support staff or something like that with yeah. the players. So, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I think that was awesome. Mm. That was yeah, really really cool. I mean. The way they do it, I was more of a sign letter than anything, which I think was yeah, uh, it was cool. it was kind of interesting. It was, uh, it was to be oh, authenticated. Well, no, that's probably the wrong word. <laughs> authenticated, authenticated. <laughs> if to be authenticated by Simon Cadditch of all people is is really really odd. <laughs> yeah, no, that was awesome. So I'd love to see more of that sort of stuff. So you store your jumpers mostly in the shed. They're all in the shed. Okay. They're all out there. Yep. They're not allowed in the house anymore. No? No. Nah. All right. Is it's that your forbidden. choice or the missus' choice? Uh, not my choice. Okay. Not my choice. <laughs> the, the, the reason behind the shed was so that all that would end up <laughs> out in the shed. I'd, I'd be happy with that, to be honest with you. I'm, I think I won the battle. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, that's devastating. Yeah, all right, no worries. I'll win that one. <laughs> it, it took me a long time to get the shed to the level that it's at, though. It was work in progress so the shed obviously started as a shed mm-hmm. you know six by six so good size mm-hmm. uh the original walls i put up were just chipboard and oh <laughs> sorry what's it what's it called pasteboard mm-hmm. it wasn't really that well constructed so in the winter the bottom of it would get damp and oh, yeah. uh, it was kind of bad <laughs> yeah we did round two and we ended up bricking in the shed so that worked much better. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I was I was then satisfied enough to start putting my jumpers in the shed. So it probably took me about six or seven years <laughs> for the shed to become what it is today. Nice. It's had two bar remodels, so I knocked out a bar. Two bar yeah, I, had, I knocked oh. out a bar. I wasn't happy with it. It was too far back, so I had to knock it out because I wanted to put a kegerator in. Yep. So, yeah, I had to knock the bar out and rebuild. So <laughs> my floor space is a bit smaller now, but that's okay. <laughs> So most of your jumpers are framed, is that right? No, no not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. So I was a mad framing nut. Yes. Back when it first started collecting, I was like, buy a jumper, frame it. Yeah. Really big on framing it. As the collection grew, I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to frame this one. Oh, I'll frame this one. No, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm now out of wall space anyway, so there's no more framing <laughs> going on. And so luckily... Yeah, most of them, most jumpers nowadays just get just get hung in the, the wardrobe that I put into the shed. Okay. There's a couple that I've regretted framing now, mm. only two, because one of them, I've now bought another one to yeah. make me feel better about framing that one. My five-year foundation member, Ryan Griffin, mm-hmm. uh, I was a bit upset that I framed that one. Number so, out, I'm assuming? <clears throat> always number out. Yeah. yeah, so a little bit upset I framed that one because it's got all the names on it, so... Luckily, a couple of weeks ago, I ended up with a Aiden Core from that game, so that made me feel a bit better. And the other one that I regret framing is my Matt Buntine from our 100th game, where we brought out a jumper for that, because there's that many errors on the jumper <laughs> that it's kind of cool and unique in that aspect. So the retail one doesn't match off to the, to the one that was worn. So I bought the retail one as a... This is what the jumper was supposed to be like, yeah. and this is what the jumper's actually like. So I am chasing up another 100th game. If not, it might need to come out of the frame and, and put something else in there. Right. Is that the one with the pictures all over the front? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's yeah. through the logo and things like that? Yeah. It's, it? uh, it's not through the logo, but it's through everything else. So okay. basically the entire charcoal bit, yeah. it's got pictures all over it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a really cool jump. I actually missed out on one or two of those myself. Yeah, and then the writing on the back is completely wrong. Okay. So all the statistics, everything on there, wrong. It's it's hilarious. So you, the, you compare it to the actual one, and they're just so far off the mark. It's it's crazy. Some are copper flogging. For I, that. I presume so. I, I don't know like where they got these stats from, but they're just so wrong. It's it's funny. So. It's one of those. It makes it even rarer because you, you, the retail one doesn't match off. Yeah. So unless you've got one from that game, you're never ever going to see anything like it again. Yeah. You guys have had a, quite a few. Like a special... crazy amount, especially like 2015 and 2016. They kind of went a bit overboard. Yeah. Um. I think I did bring notes. So prepared. I love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like 2015, we we had the Anzac jumper, mm-hmm. and then we had an indigenous jumper yep and then we had the foundation five-year foundation member jumper and then 2016 we rolled the 100th game jumper and obviously the indigenous jumper and then we brought out a multicultural jumper as well yes so yeah those those years we just kind of overdid it why do you reckon that is why do they do that Marketing, yeah, because <laughs> so, I know a lot of clubs will do that because they can resell them and make good yeah, money off them. But, but... The, the 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 multicultural ones, they, when they put that up, them up for auction, they only put the auction on for two days. Yeah, it was crazy. So it kind of rolled into the back of the other auction, which was for the I think it was the the hundredth game was like two weeks before the multicultural round. Yeah, so that auction went for two weeks. So like beauty. So I remember I was flying out to Bali when that auction ended. Yeah. 
that ain't into my fund and I'm like, okay, cool. That's all right. When I come back, I'll buy one of these multicultural jumpers. And when I was over in Bali, I clicked on it and they basically opened it up for two days and these jumpers sold for like 60, 70 bucks. Shit. The, all of them. They just went so quickly. Wow. At cheap prices because no one really realized yeah. that it was up there. And I was devastated and it took me forever to find one. And all I found was like a, a BLK, like a demo of that jumper. So it was a number 11 player edition that was their, their go-to this is a demonstration of what yeah. we're going to sell and I end up paying a couple hundred bucks for it. So, yeah. yeah, it was it was heartbreaking. I've not seen any of them surface. Yeah, okay. Yeah, which is a little bit heartbreaking, but... Mm. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen any of them. No, they just... They just uh, they were bought... So, so, I think selling them so cheap, mm. they just became footy jumpers for kids. Yeah. And a lot of Giants jumpers back in those days really did become footy because they used to give them away at the end yeah. of the season promotional things so the members rounds i remember back early is they would get all the fans back at the end of the members round and give the jumpers away to the members yeah so they all used to pick up the entire squad back in 2012 2013 2014 pretty much even 2015 they did it that you know your members would go back and that if you bought something from the club store <laughs> you go into the draw to and of course when you've only got seven members it's <laughs> <laughs> basically everyone wins so yeah these fans used to go and just clean up on, on footy jumpers that they'd, they'd win that's mental I mean um, you hear about that sort of stuff back in the 90s and the 80s yeah. and things like, but to happen, think that happened in 2010s is crazy that's right so I've had a couple of people give me jumpers that they've they've been given because they've been given so many mm-hmm. so I, I bought a jumper off the back of a kid one day I was at the footy <laughs> was a mate of mine and I said what is your son wearing and it was it was Rory Love's Anzac Day jumper, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you can't be serious. <laughs> and I said, I'll, I'll give you 150 right now for that jumper, <laughs> just to get it off. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't have you eating pies in that, mate. I, I need it now. <laughs> so he, his old man had a good giggle at that, and then he ended up giving me another three to go with it. So nice. it it was like, oh yeah, we got these as well. That the club's just given us over the years. <laughs> oh. It's devastating. And I'm like, these things, I, I you know, I'd have them, you know labelled and, and yep. sitting nicely in the cupboard and, and they're just wearing them to footy training. <laughs> oh, what are you doing, guys? <laughs> yeah, that hurts me greatly as well. <laughs> oh. And, and I dare say there's a lot of that in Sydney where they're just, mm. kids are just wearing them to footy training because they got given these jumpers and they just don't really value them. Yeah, I, I can um, see that happen a this. lot. That there would just be jumpers everywhere that they wouldn't even know what they are. Yeah. They'd be like, it's just a, it's just a TWS jumper. Yeah, well, when we... One, I don't know what it is. But... You know, we have three home jumpers every year as well. So there's... Well, home and away jumpers. So there's the... Obviously, our home jumper. Then there's the ACT. Yeah. And then there's our, our away strip. Yeah. So... And then on top of that as well, if you go into finer detail, we if we wear our home jumper away, that's another jumper because they swap the, the sponsor logo around. Yeah. So in theory, we do have four jumpers that we rock throughout yeah. the season. Yeah. Times that by 40. Yeah. You know, times that again by two, mm. and there's an abundance of jumpers that just <laughs> seem to disappear. <laughs> Sounds like someone just throughout cataloging. <laughs> I remember they did an auction. I think it was 2014. They were selling. They sold them off an AFL auction. I think I picked up Josh Kelly's ACT jumper for like eighty dollars. Nice. Yeah, that was great. So yeah. they didn't sign them. They just sold them as they were. But they did come with COAs to say they were match worn, and then I nabbed him at footy training and just said, "Oi." put a signature on this champ <laughs> so yeah that's that's framed up i'm quite happy i've got that one framed because it's just a you know your standard act jumper yep. so 
that's okay having those normal ones framed i've discovered <laughs> but yeah when it comes to the special edition ones i should never have got those framed <laughs> no it doesn't matter in the end doesn't really. matter <laughs> i'm sure one day you'll take them out as well no <laughs> i don't like doing it but we'll see i actually keep mentioning the auctions now a yes. lot of people ask me where i find my jumpers and things like that I know GWS do things a little bit differently. They mm-hmm. don't put them on the AFL auctions. No, they run it through their shop. Yes, and how do you actually get notified about that? I do just you? you don't. Yeah. I've just known every time there's a a special round jumper that they'll put them up on the auctions. Mm-hmm. They usually send an email out with a couple of days to go to members yep. to say, "I'll oh, get on board this." A lot of the fan forums will talk about it anyway, so there's okay. people that do know about it. Yep. But yeah, it, you know, few and far between. They, they only, they're not doing them as often as they used to, so as I say, we're only doing the, the one special round jumper, which is the indigenous round yeah, okay. of late anyway. Yep. Uh, but yeah, they used to sell them off at the end of the year, but they haven't done that because I obviously mm. like a hawk <laughs> to see what happens. But yeah, they haven't, probably the last three years, they haven't really put anything up at the end of the season. Yeah, that's sad. So, it is. I don't know what happens to these jumpers. They, yeah. it, it spins me out. They could put, honestly be rolling them over yeah. because our sponsors haven't changed for three years, so mm-hmm. they could be rolling them over. But in saying that as well, I remember when they got the new jumpers last year mm-hmm. and they all got, had number 18 on the back, yeah. the whole set. Yeah. <laughs> so they got sent all these, and I'm pretty sure they all went to charity, so yeah. they end up being the sign jumpers that went yeah. to charity. Yeah, because I have managed to get my hands on one of them. So yeah, it's still I've got, seen a still got the tag things. on it as well. Yeah, uh, so I think they got told take the photo, leave the tag on. Yeah, we'll just donate them all to charities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's plenty of those <laughs> 2018 home number 18 jumpers out there. It's a good number to have though. Yeah, it's a handy one to have. It's it's definitely not his though, but that's okay. It's a yeah, I, as I say, it's a fully club uh, squad signed yep. jumper anyway, so it's good. Okay. So you guys have had three manufacturers so far. Yes. ISC, BLK, and X-Blades now. Yep. Which would be your favorite? I'm a bit of a fan of the X-Blades, believe it or not. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I just am. It's um, <laughs> I've, I've I've kind of liked... I, I don't know. I think the color just pops a bit yes. better. I was going to say, the color yeah. does look really nice on the X-Blades. Yeah, so that's probably why. I'm not wearing them. So, yeah. So for me, the color on those always... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The BLK is probably the worst one. Yeah. They're very washed out. Yeah. The, the, the charcoal. Well, I know it's supposed to be charcoal, but... Yeah, no, I was very really a fan of the BLK ones. The early ISC ones, the early ones, <laughs> they were horrible. They were like cardboard. The 2012, <laughs> yeah. They were odd. What, uh, what were they? Like 
like wetsuit type material. But yeah, it was. Not it's really strange because nice. the one they went through, the second one is, is similar to what the Dockers wear now. Yes, where it's that silky sort yeah. of a, a tight. But the ones they originally wore, they they were like cardboard. They were horrible. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get that. I mean, Dockers had the same one in 2011-12. Yeah, I, I didn't get it. They were just odd. Mm, they were really strange material. I, I don't think they'd be comfortable to wear either, to be honest. No, they don't look it. They don't. And even the retail ones look better. Than, yeah. Than, you know, they seem to have more give and yeah. and whatnot as well. So, yeah, I, I, I was baffled. I reckon they would have got really hot too, actually. Yeah, probably. <laughs> don't know. I never wore one, so. <laughs> so, X-Blades. That's yeah. good. Yeah, no. Do I'm... you know how long they're with X-Blades for? This would be season three. Do you know how long the contract goes for? No. They don't release it too often, do they? Actually? I don't tell you. No, no, they keep that to themselves. Like yeah. even I remember the BLK one where we when we switched, it was we were supposed to be BLK mm. uh, that season. And yeah, and apparently they had an issue, and and that was it, done, gone. Yeah. So all our because all our members gear come out in BLK. Yeah. Yeah, that was that. And Which then, makes me think they probably reduced a whole batch of the player issues as well. Yeah, they probably did. I I don't know. Well, I know that we were training and all our gear from the season before during the off season yeah so all the the blk gear from i think it was 2016 mm-hmm. yeah we were still rocking that early 2017 yeah and then it was kind of all this gear just appeared in x blades like <laughs> two weeks before the season started yeah. so i don't know how far they got mm. with jumpers on that so yeah no it was it was kind of strange it wasn't wasn't organised at all because there was a few clubs with BLK and then BLK went under. Yeah, there was a big shit yeah. at that time. Yeah, um, I think Adelaide I think, with them as well. Uh, St Kilda, I think, at the time, and Gold Coast. Mm, yes. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was really odd. Which is funny that Gold Coast went with G, uh, went with uh, X Blades as well. Yeah. So did St Kilda. They still don't look as nice as the GWS ones. No, <laughs> no, they look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Okay, what would you say would be your most weird or unique design in your collection? Oh, obviously that multicultural one. It's it's pretty damn weird. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> it's out there. It's it's blue. It's it's got these arms all crossed over on the front of it. It's it's uh, it's definitely a different design. I get the idea of it, but if you didn't know what it was and you were just looking at it, you'd think, oh, if no one this? told you a story, they'd be like, did some kid draw that for you? I'm, I'm assuming one did actually. Oh, who probably did. <laughs> Okay, what have you got early-wise? So, obviously, you've got 2012 for mm-hmm. the first season. What have you got pre So, I got a bit of Team GWS stuff. Yep. So, I did always wanted the Team GWS stuff. So, once I started really collecting it, I was like, I need to get this And stuff. what is Team GWS? So, originally, when the Giants came into the system, they had a TSE Cup side, yep. uh, and that was called Team GWS, and they wore blue, red, and white. Right. Um, so it was like a blue jumper with a white and red V on the front. Mm-hmm. And um, that's... So they were basically nameless at the time. Okay. And yeah. it was like a dark blue. It was it was almost like a, a Footscray jumper. Okay. Yeah. And then they rocked that in the TSC Cup in 2010, you know, with a few... You know, Jeremy Cameron, he was playing in that side back then. So there was a few names that came out of it, but mm-hmm. not too many. Most of them got the flick pretty early. Okay. Yeah, but I always wanted one. I was like, oh, I've got to get one one day. Yep. One came up on eBay and I got bumped up something cruel <laughs> by, I'm, I'm pretty sure, the guy selling it because yeah. I got the, the old, they pulled out, are you still willing to pay this much? I'm like, no. Nope. <laughs> Put it back up again. So, but I, I did pay a small fortune for it, but it was actually signed by the entire squad, original TSC Cup squad, which, again, there's, there's not really many big names on there, but yep. it was still kind of cool to have that. Yeah. 
to have that in your collection it was is i think it just really accomplished you know ticked off what i wanted to do with this collection and that it was to get one of every style of gws jumper ever worn yeah to have that in my collection is 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 the prize piece mm-hmm. yes that one is framed up and i'm happy to have that one framed up because the back of it's pretty boring anyway it's just got the uh the iron on numbers on the back so it's um yeah it was cool it's, it's a cool piece it's a it's a good one to have i have managed to get a couple of offsprings of those as well so there's the a, a training jumper they're all wearing as well which is like the light blue and white yeah so i've managed to get my hands on one of those there was like a white strip that came out which is it was it's a really weird sort of a jumper it looks like a retail jumper but then why would you bring out a retail version <laughs> I, I don't know so yeah it's really odd it's it's got no numbers on it no one's ever worn it yeah but it's it's again it's cool to have in the collection so it's nice to have those in there and there's a few training jumpers from 2011 as well when they brought out the like a St Kilda style ah, uh, the yes. three colors yeah uh, so I've got they one of those they actually use that as a training jumper do they yeah they okay. back in the original like so the 20 so they were actually going to rock that as a as a jumper originally so yeah, that right. was a part of their original designing plan yeah they rocked those for training jumpers in 2011 yep got my hands on one of those few of the other training jumpers that they had from those early days the gray and the, the light blue i've yep. got a few of those um i've managed to get them signed up so i bought jeremy cameron's back years you know went 2012 yep at the end of the season they were they were auctioning them off so i paid next to nothing for that as well nice. so that's a nice one that you know took, took a hunch on these young kids and oh, <laughs> he might be good <laughs> so yeah now i've got, got a couple of those from 2012 i've got an ACT jumper or two match-worn ACT jumpers from that 2012 season as well, which their first win was in an ACT jumper. Mm-hmm. So that's cool to have in the collection. Again, they were just giveaways. So the club gave them away. So I bought them off some woman on eBay. And one of them, the only game he actually played was in that win. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> I, I put two and two together. That's That jumper's come from there. So filthy as well. Oh, it? yeah, they're... Wow they're disgustingly dirty but it's so cool to have whether you know uh, whether they're worn he wore them in that game because i remember the needful team used to rock the afl jumpers as well okay so he obviously worn but yeah i doubt we had too many jumpers to go through that season so i dare say those act jumpers were worn that might be the not might be might not be the right dirt off <laughs> off those jumpers yeah but yeah they definitely should hopefully be worn in those that first win. Yeah, that's wicked. Mm-hmm. You look at teams like West Coast and Brisbane and their inaugural season. Yeah. Everyone's clamoring over those jumpers. So do you imagine what it was like if future years? Well, that's right. Everyone wants those inaugural No, and they're, they're worth holding on to. So I've got a Adam Kennedy's and Liam Shields or Liam Schultz. Okay. I think his name was. Schultz, Shields. Um, do you get a Liam Sumner as well? Sumner, that's Sumner. the one. Uh, yeah, yeah, Liam yeah. Sumner. We'll go with Liam Sumner. <laughs> <laughs> I should re-record That's that your bit. ACT one, isn't it? Yeah, so both those. So I've got a Liam Sumner in an ACT, and I've got Adam Kennedy in ACT. Nice. Yeah. He's still going, isn't he? He's still going. He's still going, going isn't he? He's good. It's crazy how many good players have come out of that 2012 squad that are still there. Yeah, or seven years other later, teams. But still quality players. I bought Kevin Sheedy's book a few years ago, and he's wrote, written out a list of you know all the players that have gone to other clubs basically to have a go at Victorians. Yeah. It's crazy the players that have come out as well from that original team. If you had been able to keep those players, you would have been Premiership multiple times over by now. Would have oh, I'm pretty sure there'd be a <laughs> massive outcry if that was the case. <laughs> yeah. How they're paying Melbourne Storm style. <laughs> style. Yeah, you're probably right. 
is your jumper collection insured? I would imagine it would be being out in the in the weather or out in the open out there. I mean, by the looks of your face, no. I'm say it's not. <laughs> All right. No, no, it's not insured. I have thought about it multiple times. Yep. Oh, look, it's, hopefully, home and contents would cover it, but mm-hmm. it actually is not insured. I haven't looked into it. Yep. I should. Yep. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, 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 I should, should probably insure well. my shed in theory. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not just the jumpers that are in there, but there's a few other things in there too. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, multiple televisions and whatnot too. So yeah, pool tables and it's it's been on the mind. <laughs> just never got around to it. Oh, I'm glad I put it out there for you. Thanks, mate. <laughs> what would you value your collection at at the moment if you were to put a number on it? It's hard to do. It is hard to do. What did I say? Fifty odd jumpers, a few footies. So. I mean, even if you if you were to retail price those just just on that, you know, knowing I've spent more, yeah, you, you're at five grand. So, yep. yeah, it give or take, you, you you go in the middle there somewhere. So you go, okay, let's average them at 150 ahead. You know, you'd go about seven and a half grand plus his other stuff in there. So there's a bit of rugby league stuff in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, you'd be ballparking around. You'd probably spend about ten grand. Yep, if not more. But I'd try not to think. It's mental though, isn't it? Because you've literally I've spent that much money. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got that same conundrum. But yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, she knows the majority of them. <laughs> but no, it's interesting you say that because you've gone from five up to ten, and it's very possible that anyone could think that number. And it, it sucks that it does come to that because you know that in your mind and your thoughts, they are worth more than that. But then to somebody else, they're going to tell you it's worth five grand or even less because. Well, they, they go off retail market. Yeah, correct. Which it's, is it, which is crap. It, I, again, it's the, I buy these things for me. I don't I don't sell too much. Mm-hmm. I don't really like selling because I don't like dealing with dicks. Mm. Yeah, usually once I own it, it's mine. It's rare for me to to go the other way. Yeah. Yes, there's probably jumpers I'd like to sell and upgrade, but I, I just don't like dealing with people. Yeah. So if I can't trade it or get what I want to get for it, I just don't bother, and it's. Unfortunately, we do have to deal with these people that don't just make it fun for you. Yeah. They want to screw you down and tell you that this jumper's worth nothing and it's great, mate, but it actually is worth something. Yeah. And I'm not, I've never asked for a crazy amount for a jumper. I know that our market is limited. Mm-hmm. So I've never really gone out of time. I mean, I've seen people out there trying to sell. GWS jumpers for what they paid for them at the shops, and I just giggled to myself. And look, and I don't, it's not to say that jumper's not worth that much money, but I know from experience that no one's going to buy yeah. that. Yeah. It's it's sad that you can't get recoup your money sometimes, but again, I'm one of those people that buy jumpers for me. So yeah. if, if I want that jumper, it's for me. Yeah. It's not for what am I going to get for this in a few years' time or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's purely I want that jumper. Yeah. I've said it before as well. I'll put up a price on a jumper if I'm trying to sell it. And if someone doesn't like it, who cares? But I'm not going to drop my price on something just because someone out there might not think it's worth that. I'll keep it at that price. And if someone wants to pay it, then great. If not, I'm more than happy to keep it. Because I'm not just going to give away something for you know, half the price I paid for it or what no. I believe it's worth. No. I'd rather just keep it in the collection than try and just make somebody else happy. They're going to walk off with a... A great deal. That yeah, I don't and I've I've never gone over the top. I've had you know people put up, oh, looking for a GWS jumper. So you'll you'll you know put something up for them, and they'll automatically try and barter with you over it. And it's kind of like, are you for real? <laughs> you just asked if anyone's got any. Yeah. 
I've put this up and I again have not asked for anything over the top for it. You know, I think the last one I put up, I put up like a hundred bucks on it mm-hmm. with postage. Yeah, um, it was, a, and that wasn't a bad jumper. If no, I'm thinking a, rightly, it's Adam Trelaw. The Adam Trelaw one, that's yep. right. You know, the one that you sold me many, many years ago. <laughs> As I say, it's it's I've, I've put that up a couple of times, and a few people would come back and they're not prepared to pay. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm pretty sure Adam Trelaw is a decent player. Yeah, but anyway, I'll keep it. That's yeah, fine. Exactly right. I mean. It's still a great jumper to keep in the collection. So, oh, I'm more than happy to have one of his early day jumpers when, you know, hopefully doesn't win a brown. Oh, <laughs> hope he does, but <laughs> hope he doesn't. Right. <laughs> I feel the same about Lockie Neal. Yeah. <laughs> so, what would you say your number one jumper in the collection is right now? Probably that Team GWS jumper. That's that's the one that was kind of the pinnacle of the collection. It was the one that I always wanted to get. Yeah. To say that I'm not going to top that, it could happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the one that I really, really wanted to get. So to get my hands on one, because I, I remember I was at the footy club one year and then we were doing a tour and they had one sitting on a couch, <laughs> just sitting there. And then I was around. Oh, oh, I was tempted. <laughs> the old look away straight into the backpack. Yeah, but no, I didn't do that. It, it went back into the office where I found it. But I did pick it up and go, oh, I really want this jumper. But no, that's that's the jumper that I've always wanted and that's what I, I've got it. So I'm happy that it's there. Yeah, so there's there's a few others. I mean, I, I always like collecting my Indigenous jumpers. They're, they're always cool. So mm. adding that every year is, is awesome. Yep. There's still a couple that have eluded me because I haven't been able to find them. So... If I ever get my hands on those, they might take over that mantle because I'm still chasing them. Yeah. But yeah, most that's the one that was was so hard to get at the time and to get that that jumper just it made me happy. Yeah, nice. Mm. Awesome. And I'll just kinda of ask you the same question to, sort of, but sort of. <laughs> and you kinda of answered it somewhat as well. But if there was a jumper that you would like to get your hands on, yeah. any jumper at all, doesn't matter what club or player or anything, oh, do you have a one? Few. There's actually a few. <laughs> So if I, if there was a jumper that I'd love to just get and have in my collection would be one of Craig Bradley's from back in the day. You know, with the nice. you remember how he used to have the really big C? Like yes. His Carlton jumper was different to everyone <laughs> else's. It had the big C on the front. Yep. If I could get one of those, that would be the greatest thing you could ever add to your collection. It was unique in comparison to every other jumper on the field. Yep. When he was a kid, when I was a kid, he was my favourite player. I always wore twenty one when I was playing junior okay. footy. Yeah, so to have that sort of, that jumper in my collection, that would always be my absolute pinnacle of a jumper. Nice. And on my GWS collection, there's two that have eluded. Well, one and a half that's eluded me. So I do have a, and a half. one and a half because I've got a demo model of yep. one of them, which is the Kevin Sheedy's thousandth game, which mm-hmm. I got signed by Sheeds. So that's framed up because I. It's. I was happy to have that, like as a as a you know have it on the wall. Yep. The jumper itself is is definitely a demo model. It's mm-hmm. it's missing bits. It's got white sleeves. Yep. It's But I've got it, and it's got all these stats on it and whatnot. But yeah, to have one of the actual match worn or player issued of those would be cool. And then the other one that eludes me is the Giants wore a jumper in 2012, and it's really weird. It was <laughs> like a a sponsoring partners sort of jumper that they issued out um, in their last home game 
and it's got all the, these random names on it. It's absolutely <laughs> random, but for the life of me, can't, I've never, ever seen it, and no one at the club actually knows it ever existed. <laughs> so, I I mean, I'd love to get my hands on one of those. And what what was it exactly called? Do you remember? Oh, I don't. I don't remember what it was, it was like, called. What they called it was like some the it was people like, that built the club or something. Yeah, no, it was it was like brokers and partners or something yeah. like that. It was really, really weird. <laughs> it was really odd. And but yeah, I've never seen it. And the names on it weren't small either. They were quite large. Yeah, I remember watching the game and I was like, "What's on the giant show?" And, and I couldn't even at the time know, figure out what was on. No one was talking about it during the game. I think we were playing North Melbourne in Sydney and we got absolutely smoked. Yeah, I, it was it was one of those games. And I just remember that jumper and I can't find it. I just It's, it's eluded me. That's one of those ones where rather than not having any fans at the time, it's appeasing the investors. Yeah, like, yes, we'll because, well, no, we, don't really, we don't have any supporters, so we'll just write business partners on, on our jumpers. <laughs> Yeah, that one's definitely different. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you'll never see that in the AFL again. So, yeah, no, I'd love to get my hands on that. All right. Well, if anyone out there knows of any, let us know so we can try and get one for Chops. It'd be, it'd be good to finish off his collection, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, it'll um, <laughs> definitely tick that box. Oh, I've got one more for you before we go. Mm-hmm. Other than AFL match-worn and player issue jumpers, what do you collect? Anything? I've got a little bit of St. George Illawarra Dragon stuff. Okay. I've got a... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Framed up, I don't know if it's player issue or, or match-worn, but a, a really, really old, like, 1992 St. George jumper that was signed on the back, and it had number eight on it. And I thought that was cool, so I've, I've actually framed that up. It looks mint on the wall. Yeah, okay. Whether it was a player issue jumper, I'll, I'll never know. Mm-hmm. You know, it was back in those days where you, you can't tell the difference. Yeah. But it was, it's just so old and cool, so that's framed up. So I've got a few, few Dragons things I like. I still like, you know, framing up the, the posters and the pictures from, from the old days. So I've got an old newspaper article, which is, I still love this piece. It's from when the Dragons made the grand final in 1993. And it's out of a newspaper. It's yellow. It, it it's, it's faded, but it's in the best <laughs> condition you'll ever yeah. see something that's that old. Yeah. And I got it framed up years and years ago. And I paid an absolute fortune to get this thing framed because it was fragile at the time as well. But that's, yeah, you know, that sort of stuff I like. I like collecting those things. So, yeah. you know, I've got a few pictures from, from Grange as well mm-hmm. that he's drawn up. So they're in, on, up on the wall. When the Dragons won the premiership in 2010, they did this release into the Illawarra paper. And so I sent them an email saying, look, any chance of you sending me a copy of all the, all the newspaper stuff? And they said, oh, no, we'll send you one better. So they sent me all the JPEGs. 
Oh, wow. So I took it to a poster shop and said, yeah, I want this printed. I want this printed. So I paid for all these glossy pictures and things and got them framed up and they look mint as well. So yeah, things like that I've got up on the wall. As you've seen, there's, there's stuff pretty much all over the walls. You can't actually see the wall. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. I do like that sort of stuff, but I'm not a rich man, so I'm not going to start <laughs> collecting other pieces as well. I think I'll just stick to the footy jumpers. Yeah, I feel you. I'm not a rich man anymore. That's no, just like spending no, all the goddamn money on this sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I think I think one collection is all I'll ever be allowed to have. As I say, I've picked up a few bits and pieces of footy stuff here and there and everywhere. And some of the stuff I have gone through recently as well, some old stuff. I'm like, that's pretty cool. You know, old footy records and stuff like that that I used yeah. to keep as a kid. There was a few I was looking for not long ago. I can't find them anymore. So, you know, between moving houses and all that sort of stuff, they've gone missing. But yeah, I try not to keep too much other stuff than that. You know, I'll, if it's Giants related, generally I'll, I'll pick something up that they'll bring out like a limited edition thing. But again, I try to keep to the jumpers. I, I collected those. Remember those little Lego footy men? Yeah. I've got all the sets of those. Really? Yeah, yeah. A whole lot of them. Yeah, because I was, <laughs> I, I was working at Coles at the time. Yeah, so I've got, ended up with a, I think it was. 2015 or something when they bought them out in yeah. 2014 so the first one yeah I collected those and then I ended up working at Coles for a few months in between jobs and sat there one day in the lunchroom and just kept going out and buying packets so the, <laughs> that day I had finished the set <laughs> so it was it was kind of cool and I just sat there in the lunchroom one day just like opening packets <laughs> How many of the blow-up dolls did you get then? I didn't get any of those. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't release them in GWS because again, the seven fans they just didn't want them. So, yeah, no, we got we got a bit gypped when it comes to that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a pity they didn't bring them out for every team. But no, yeah, I remember they brought out those little press the button men as well. Yes, so I think the Dockers brought out Sonny Walters. I've got a Sonny Walters sitting yeah, up there. Yeah, my son threw one in the bin the other day. Um, <laughs> he literally did. Uh, so I think they had him as a clearance after a while. So. Yeah. He bought it for like two bucks and yeah, <laughs> he played with it for about five minutes and it sat in the toy box and the other day he was cleaning out his toy box and went in the bin. So Yeah, well that one up there is actually a prize for somebody at some point. So if anyone ever wants a Michael Walters footy mate, they are limited edition apparently. It says yeah, up top limited edition. Uh... They actually, they talk to you. Oh, hang on one second. Well, the good thing is it still works, so if you haven't heard it yet, have a bit of a listen. Apparently he says the same thing every time, but it says it's got 50 plus sakes. There you go. Alright, so... That's that's winning. You might want to take the $3 price tag off it, though. This one was it. actually free, so... Was it? <laughs> no one wanted it, so they just gave it to no, me. So. No, I won a, a, a signed Giants jumper off, uh, off X-Blades this year, and I was thinking to myself... Gee, you know, how lucky am I? Then I realised there's probably only four people that actually typed in GWS Giants as the jumper they wanted to win, so my odds were good. And it's the blessing, again, of going for a team that only has seven supporters. So No, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's a good spot to be in, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, I have got one more for you. How do you reckon GWS are going to go this year? If you had asked me a week ago, I would have said good chance that we'll win the wooden spoon. <laughs> so, no, look, it's hard with us i we're so inconsistent it's you never know which giants you're gonna get so you ready to go sit through another prelim i'm off to adelaide this week so 
I'm on a bit of a losing streak at the moment. I think I've been to eight losses in a row. <laughs> so yeah, for a team that goes all right, it's how how bad is it that I've been to eight losses in a row? So I'm I'm hoping I can turn around this week. It'd be nice, but probably not. So I'm I might chuck a couple of hundred on Port just to make myself feel better. Adelaide Oval, eh? Adelaide Oval, that'll so, be nice. nice yeah, yeah, second time I've been there. Um, so first time against Port, so. Yeah, I like to get around and do a bit of footy travel in between as well. Awesome. So I'm taking a few fans from the supporters group over with me. So that's going to be cool. So yeah, we do that. So there's going to be seven of the GWS fans there. Yeah, yeah. Be, oh, wow. All seven will all be seven, there. All seven will be at once. Wow, It'll that's be, incredible. It'll be a party. <laughs> yeah, so no. But in all seriousness, we, we do have a semi-decent number getting together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's cool when we do these little tours because I, I catch up with with other fans from you know from the state as different states as well so yeah. usually we will get a few from sydney that want to come along with us we've got a young couple from melbourne coming with us this weekend as well yeah so we always have a bit of fun yeah so i do usually do one a year but this year I've, I've actually done two okay this one the second one was actually just by chance we were sitting there one week at, at our supporters venue and i noticed there was cheap flights to adelaide that come up on the uh on the phone and Lo and behold, the weekend that we're playing there, it was I think it was two fifty return. Oh Jesus! Yeah, so fly up Friday at like eight five o'clock Friday night, come home eight o'clock Sunday night. Yeah, perfect little trip, yeah. two hundred and fifty return. Yeah. So those over in Melbourne won't understand what that means to us, but that's damn good. That's it's cheap, <laughs> especially when you know it takes seven hours to fly anywhere from Perth. It's, yeah. um <laughs> it, it is handy to do those little trips. So Hell yeah. yeah, no, I couldn't turn that down. So. Yeah, there's a few of us that booked there and then, and a few others from over east, which probably only cost them $4.50. Yeah, so, you know, it's cool just to have a few fans get together. And that's that's what I've liked about GWS. It's, you know, the fans, the few and far between, they do get on really well. Mm-hmm. They, they are a little family, and it's... You go to the ground, and it, it's it's like Waffle used to be. Yep. You know, back in back in the mid 80s you know it was you, you all the fans know each other they they really mingle well the club does so much to to make fans want to come back the you know the venue itself like to be at what they call the giant stadium now to be to be a part of that and see what it's actually like over there in comparison to everything in the afl is unique because it's they you know they try to capture as much of the market as they can so you know, for a club, a club that tries so hard to appease their fans, it, you know, it's amazing what they do to to really get those fans to want to go to the games. Yeah, yeah, they they do try hard to get them there, mm-hmm. and the, the food there's amazing. It's <laughs> it is it's unreal. They, you know, there's there's little food stands that, the, and I tell you, the pies that they have there are better than any pies you ever have. It's, it's like a homemade bakery they've got. Okay, yeah, it's called mixed pies, and yeah, they're right. They're they're probably the best pies you'll ever have at a football ground, <laughs> bar none. There's no football. There's no football stadium in Australia that does better pies than than they do at Giant Stadium. So there you go. Oh, that's a huge call. And Rob Verho, our first ever guest, is a massive pie connoisseur of the footy. So, yeah. Rob, you got to get over to the Giant Stadium, mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, he said he's been to Sydney a few times, so I'm willing to bet yeah. he's, he's gone down there. And, probably has, yeah. And had him, but yeah, no mixed pies. They're um they're unreal. They're just completely different. But you can get anything. You can get. <laughs> Hello, snack packs at the, at uh, <laughs> at Giant Stadium. It's crazy. Yeah, no, it's you got this two dollar shop as well. Everything's like two dollars. So you go in there and they have little little fried up stuff for two bucks. Yeah, right. 
yeah, my kids loved it because bouncy castles down one end and, and two dollar things, and they I don't even think they watch any footy, but <laughs> don't blame them. Keep yeah. them happy. You're happy yeah, you're awesome. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. It's all nah. about the family, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, it actually sounds like I need to get across there and watch a game. As yeah, well. it's and you can if you can pick up a good deal, it's a it's a good little trip. Mm. But no, it's a great stadium. It's you know, as I say, it's not one of the iconic stadiums, but. For a boutique stadium, it's probably one of the coolest things I've ever been to. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So that's that's us for the day. I uh, really want to thank you for coming across to our little studio. No worries. Humble abode. about time you got a local in. <laughs> uh, well, sort of, yeah. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> and, yeah, thank you again. I actually rather enjoy watching GWS play. So they are a good team, and I thoroughly enjoy the, all the kids who have now grown up. And they're one hell of a team, so I do enjoy watching GWS, unlike some other teams. So I enjoy watching us every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed us on the weekend. I didn't enjoy us so much the three weeks before that. But anyway, thank you again for coming in. Thank you. And it was great. We'll definitely get you on again when we expand the collection, maybe to another another fifty. Yeah, when I get those jumpers, I'm missing. <laughs> All right, thanks, mate. Cheers. So there you go. Thank you very much again, Clint, for coming on to the show with us and sharing with us your little slice of GWS heaven. Sounds like your man cave has seen some great days and we're going to have to get over there and maybe even do an episode over there one day. So that's going to bring a close to our episode today. I'm just going to share with you what I have picked up in the last couple of weeks. Since the last episode, I've actually got a few jumpers added to my collection and it may be a little bit crazy for some, but I picked up 15 jumpers in that time. I picked up a 2018 Fremantle Dockers AFLW player issue. It's actually a number 50, so it's a prototype. I also picked up a Brisbane Lions prototype, the same one, number 50 as well, AFLW, which different, but very cool. And I also went on a bit of a binge as far as Fremantle Dockers jumpers was concerned. <laughs> Got a hold of my mate at the club and he allowed me to rummage through some boxes and I end up picking up one hell of a haul. I've got a 2018 David Mundy Indigenous Home Jumper. I've got a 2018 Michael Walters Match Worn Warm Up Top. 2018 Long Sleeve Away Michael Walters Player Issue. 2018 Luke Ryan Indigenous Match Worn Away. A 2018 Stephen Hill Long Sleeve Home and an Away Player Issue. Sean Darcy 2018 player issue clash. 2018 clash Brennan Cox match worn. That's pretty filthy. Uh, 2018 Sam Switkowski. What a great name. Player issue clash. 2018 Bailey Banfield match worn and signed home jumper. 2018 Brandon Matera match worn warm up top. Which is also smashed. And 2018 Connor Blakely indigenous away player issue and then i moved on and got a few more i got a east from mantle and east from mantle sharks now 2001 mark winnett match worn jumper and this one was actually pretty cool because i wasn't too sure about it because i don't know a whole lot about the waffle jumpers so i put it up on one of the afl match worn player issue pages uh good blokes over there and the amount of people that jumped on and try and help me to figure out whose it was and when it was from was fantastic and Sean Cohen, Cowan, Cohen, I believe it's Cohen, but you can I'm sure you can <laughs> you can let me know on that one, Sean. Uh, thank you very much for your help. And I managed to get a hold of his wife and 
his wife actually asked Mark for me, and they confirmed that, yes, it was indeed his jumper, and that was really cool. So thank you for that one, Sean. I also picked up a 2017 long-sleeve home Aaron Sandlands player issue. Also grabbed uh, Matthew Pavlich's training-worn hat, which is a bit weird, but for his training-worn hat out of his own locker from his last season. I made at the club, gave me that one as a gift, so thank you very much. He also gave me a fully signed 2019 away Dockers jumper, which is really cool. It's got some great names on it. And just a bit of a weird one, but I grabbed a Festival of Cricket uh, 2014 Shane Warne player issued uh, shirt, which was issued for him to wear in the game of the All-Australians versus the Perth Scorchers. He didn't actually end up playing the game because, unfortunately, it was the same week of Phil Hughes's funeral. So, yeah, he wasn't able to make that game. But I was able to pick that one up for a really nice price, so I wasn't going to say I know on that. I also saw some amazing jumpers go on eBay this week. And I don't know if anyone else saw it. I'm sure a few of you certainly did. But I saw... A 2003-2004, which is what it was advertised as anyway, but I believe it might have even been in 2006, Ben Cousins. Player issued. It was absolute mint condition, so it was definitely player issued, not match worn. But as you'll see, if you've seen it, you've seen all the watermark logos throughout the, the jumper, and that was your dead giveaway that that was a player issue, and it was an absolute beauty. I put my hand up straight away for it and put $200 on thinking, yeah, I'm a chance, but yeah, I was no chance. I was going to go a bit higher, but... It went up fast. Ended up at a staggering price of $1,201. So the market's certainly still out there, and especially if you're a West Coast Eagles collector. I do not envy you. Also saw a Kokoda. It's a Hawthorne Kokoda. I believe it was 2011. Forgive me if I'm wrong there. Sean Burgoyne Jabba go for around $485, which isn't too bad when you have a think about it. And then you go from there, you see something like those two jumpers go for so much money. And then you see a Mason Cox 2018 jumper, player issued, so from a grand final year, go for $89. And that just shows you the market and what people are really after. Because it's a bit flooded with the 2018 Collingwood jumpers. They're kind of everywhere at the moment. But when you see the older jumpers or the ones that are hard to get a hold of, they go for extreme amounts of money. So it just tells you that you certainly can't find a jumper at any certain specific prizes. It's, it's going to be really what the jumper actually is and what team it is and what player it is, etc. And up right now, if you've seen it, there's a Charlie Curnow Carlton 2018 Indigenous Jumper. I believe it's just a player issue, but it's pretty tremendous to look at. It's currently at $275. It's still got four days left, but it's a fantastic-looking jumper, even though it is completely heat-pressed. And as you can see on the back, the number has started to lift. So, yes, roll on Puma, I say. But still, fantastic looking jumper. So if you're interested, have a look at that. It's currently on eBay at $275. So get your, get your mitts on that one if you're after it. That's going to do us today. Just want to say thank you to everyone who jumped in and said they were willing to come on to the show and do an interview as our guest fell through for this episode. He's a little bit busy at the club at the moment, so we'll get him on at some point. But in the meantime, everyone was very helpful, very thankful for all those that jumped up and said, yes, we're more than happy to come onto the show. And I 
I think we've got some guests lined up for the next 12 months, so I think we're pretty set. So can't wait to hear the next one. Not sure who we're going to have you on just yet, but I'm sure it's going to be a, another tremendous interview, whoever it may be. So there we go again. Thank you very much. I hope you all listen. I hope you all enjoy. I hope you can leave us some feedback again. Leave us some feedback and some ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast host that you listen to this episode on. And I hope you continue your jumper collecting. And I really, really hope you pick up a big one this week. Thank you again. Have a great evening. Ta-ta for now.